And a good Tuesday evening to you, meteorologist Dan Skeldon, with you on this seventh day of March. Two weeks to go until the start of spring, March 20th, so it's uh, officially just under two weeks. So two weeks from yesterday is the start of spring. We all know that Mother Nature doesn't adhere to the calendar, and uh, after a pretty dormant winter, you know, winter is trying to show up uh, in the month of March. Uh, we we may have um, we, we may still have some snow yet. Uh, may have some coastal mischief yet. The next couple of weeks, we'll talk about that. Clipper system last night brought some snow to Pennsylvania and northern parts of New Jersey. Um, and it's going to be an active go of it. Not going to say winter is going to make a last stand and and we're going to have uh, we're going to have uh, any big blockbuster storms to make up for the lack of winter. But I will say it's the most active pattern we've seen uh, all season long. So we'll talk a little bit about that. We did have some time uploading uh, late last week. In the meantime, uh, it is a brisk, I guess you could say windy and chilly go of it today as it will be tomorrow and probably Thursday as well. But it is a pretty quiet forecast between now and Friday morning. Just a little windy at times and a little bit chilly. That wind is blowing from the north and northwest, so uh, there's no immediate tidal flooding concerns, even though we do have a full moon. Officially, uh, tonight, the moon is full. Let's bring in my co-host and, and welcome Palmer Shiles to, uh, to this Tuesday evening's Tidal Flooding Talk. Hey, Palmer. Hi, Dan, and hello, everyone watching. We are Tidal Flooding Talk, brought to you by the New Jersey Coastal Coalition. How you doing, Dan? I'm good. How are you? And getting ready for, uh, I guess, officially two weeks until the start of spring. And and uh, how many more weeks until uh, until your big day, at least if the uh, the forecast is correct? We should be about five weeks left. So. Okay. And everything going good? Yeah, everything's going well. Is it uh, excitement or nervousness or both? Oh, definitely both. <laughs> but I'm more excited. <laughs> Good. I hope the forecast. Uh, hope the forecast works out well for for an April baby. Right? It'll be uh, it'll be an Aries, right? Yes. Yes. And I have an Aries. Do you think the full so, moon affects that at all? Wait to see the new edition, and we'll talk in the meantime about what we have shaping up for these last couple of weeks of winter. Uh, spring begins March twentieth. We all know, and Palma, you say it all the time, you know, tidal flooding is a, is a year-round threat. So winter is the peak season, but it goes spring, it goes summer, it goes fall, and, and March and April can be, uh, can be um, active months um, as we can still get coastal storms and we can still get, you know, they may, not, may, may or may not bring snow, but uh, April, uh, March into April can still be a very active season. Yeah, and what? What's the most common type of flooding for this season and going into the spring? Hi. One second. We have uh, we have um, the soon-to-be birthday girl. This is uh, Kenzie, and she is turning how old? Four on Thursday. So you want to say hi to Paula? Yeah. Happy almost birthday. You excited? Yeah. We had some snow in Pennsylvania today, so we had about uh, two inches and we played in it this morning, bright and early. Dad worked till 2 a.m. last night, and he got a 6 a.m. wake-up call from Kenzie <laughs> to play in the snow. Yes. There's one of you down there. There are, yes. You want to go get ready for dinner? And let Dad do his live stream? Okay, can you see? Bye to Papa Promise having a baby in about five weeks. Hi. Hi. 
Bye. Wish you good luck. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, she's she's very she's very excited about her birthday. She's turning four um, on Thursday, and then mom has a birthday ten days from now as well. Oh, well, we have Don Mason, a viewer, saying, "Have a happy birthday." Yeah, thanks, Don. I'll pass that along. And we're supposed to have a birthday party for her on Saturday. It's her first birthday party with friends. And Saturday is a window for a storm. So wouldn't it be a horrible thing if uh, you know, dad's to blame for having a birthday party canceled or postponed? Is that what usually happens when there's bad weather? Do you get in trouble? <laughs> I, I do get in trouble, yes. Good weather, I don't get the credit. But bad weather, I get the blame. That's the... That's the life of a meteorologist. But before Kenzie came in, uh, what was your question, Palma? I was saying, what is the most common type of flooding for the spring season or even the next month ahead, typically? Uh, it, it is tidal flooding because, you know, you don't normally, I mean, you can get heavy rain and you can get poor drainage flooding from that. But, you know, tidal flooding in the, in the spring, you get a lot of northeasterly winds this time of year. Northeasterly winds are the winds that lock the water in the back bays. Um, you don't even need a storm to do it. Um, you know, we're having a full moon now. Um, thankfully, it's more of a north and northwesterly wind. That's more of an offshore wind. So, so, so not expecting any major concerns. But we did have a little coastal low last Friday. And there was some minor and up the Jersey Shore, the ocean and uh, Monmouth County, some moderate tidal flooding um, last Friday. And we're in a pattern now where like every three or four days, there's going to be a storm, it's going to hit the coast, it's going to develop, and then it's going to continue on. The problem is if one of those storms develops, becomes really strong, and gets stuck or slows down. I don't see it happening right now, but if that happens, uh, that can be problematic. That's where you get, you know, some more significant tidal flooding. Again, not in the forecast, but it's just a possibility. Now, we always try to educate people on what they can do to prepare in advance before the flood. Um, what do you think, if any, for potential this weekend, people should be preparing? Yeah, this weekend, uh, you know, um, we're, we're passing the full moon. And in this weekend, I think the Friday night and Saturday storm looks to keep moving. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't think it has the potential to be anything significant. And, and when we say prepare, it's, it's, you know, the moderate and major flooding events that you will always, oh, you usually have warning for. Those are the ones you prepare for. The minor stuff is just nuisance stuff that we deal with every day. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll have to see exactly where that storm develops, what the winds are, what the tides are. Um, you know, tidal flooding can be forecast in advance, usually not four or five days in advance, but you, you know, very seldom will you get surprised by it, you know, especially a, a significant tidal flooding event. Usually we can give you at least two days warning before that happens. And I don't think Friday is going to be a significant event, but it is the first, it's one Friday, one Monday, uh, maybe another one towards St. Patrick's Day. It's an active pattern where, you know, all of these storms might just continue trucking and go out to sea and not be a problem, but each of these storms could potentially produce some tidal flooding as well. Now, you said the moon is a um, contributing factor with coastal tidal flooding. What else could make tidal flooding worse for us? 
second. I'm um, my uh, my office door is open, and I have Kenzie pulling a sled around the house. Oh, she, she doesn't want the you snow to, to go away. Time that question, and I apologize. Uh, the sled um, was used this morning uh, in, the, in the snow that is now melted, so that's why the sled's inside. Right. Well, I was saying you were telling us that the moon is a contributing factor with tidal flooding. What else? can make flooding worse for us? What else can make flooding worse? Just like well, the full well, moon uh, can the, have the, an effect. I'm sorry? Just like the full moon having an effect yes. on it. Yeah, yeah, the, the main variables that go into tidal flooding, so, so we look at the tides, you know, and they're driven by the moon. So full moon, new moon, you have higher astronomical tides, so that's twice a month. And then during the, the waning and waxing, the, the, the half moons and quarter moons, you have lower tides. It doesn't mean that it always has to flood during a new and full moon. It just means the tides are higher, so the chances are higher for flooding. The other things we look for, though, are what the wind is doing, how strong it is, and what direction it's from. So for the Jersey Shore, it's easterly winds, it's northeasterly winds, and maybe slightly north as well. So it's that quadrant of the circle. Easterly and northerly winds are the worst. Um, you know, if you go to Delaware, where Bay, sometimes it's southeasterly winds. It always depends, you know, where, what direction your shoreline faces. And, you know, in New England, it's southerly winds. If you go into Rhode Island, southerly winds cause it. So um, uh, wind direction and speed, how, uh, how strong the wind is and what direction it's coming from. And then something else, too, is just snow, and, uh, snow, ice, and rain. You know, if you have a lot of snow and it's clogging up the storm drains, you know, that can attribute to worse in tidal flooding. Well, you have a lot of rain and it's just flooding the storm drains while the seawater comes up and it has nowhere else to go. So it's the moon phase, the wind direction and speed, and then additional rain, snow, and ice. And can just one of those kind of bring you from moderate to major? It, it, it can. Um, in fact, I'll go back to Jonas, which was the 2016 January storm. All right, we were, we were forecasting uh, moderate to major flooding along the Atlantic and Cape May County shoreline. What happened was the wind, though, from Jonas, we were expecting like 40 mile an hour winds. They went all the way up to 70. So that is one thing, just the wind speed. It pushed it from major flooding to record highest ever. So one thing can significantly change that. And obviously, the moon's not going to change. You know, we know the tide, uh, how high it astronomically is. So the thing that will change it will be the wind. It's stronger than expected. It's weaker than expected. Well, let's say it was expected to come from the east, and it becomes northeast and pushes even more water in. So usually, it's the wind speed and direction that will be stronger, weaker. It will be different. And that's... Um, and, and that's where we um, will see surprises, I guess, come. Surprises too high or, or higher than forecast or surprises lower than forecast. And I just want to tell our Facebook viewers, if you're watching live, you can add comments or ask questions. Speaking of the full moon, my mom asked on here, Paula Sabati, um, we know the full moon affects the tides and flooding. Does it have any effect on pregnant women going into labor? <laughs> Well, I, guess, I guess maybe we'll find out. This is probably, well, there'll be one more full moon. If you're due in five weeks, mm -hmm. uh, the, the full moon cycle is every 28 days. So that's four more weeks. 
So we'll see. Maybe, we'll put it uh, to the top. I, I, I can't remember with Amanda, who has had two uh, two beautiful girls. Uh, I don't think the moon cycle had an effect, but the moon affects a lot of stuff. Uh, in fact, you know, full full moon, uh, you know, uh, full moon on a Friday night. They say, uh, you know, makes people crazy. Um, and we'll see. I guess maybe you'll be a test case for this with the April full moon, which is uh, which is coming up twenty eight days from now. So I think April. Fourth or fifth, I believe, okay. is the next full moon. All right. Well, we'll see. <laughs> um, now, do, you said also a new moon can affect tidal flooding. It is. It, it has the same effect on tides, where uh, the tides are just astronomically higher uh, with the moon gravitational pull during the new moon and the full moon. Um, and uh, those are the two uh, moon phases where you look for for more significant tidal flooding, uh, or at least higher tides that can bring significant tidal flooding. And there is a, I mean, uh, whether or not the moon affects pregnant women in delivery, we don't know, but th there is uh, some um, factual evidence to say that coastal storms and nor'easters are a little more likely around the new moon and the full moon as well. And, and, and we have seen that some years where the new moon and the full moon just kind of is, is a magnet for these uh, for these big coastal storms. Um, not this year, thankfully, so far, but um, there's a lot to the moon that we know and a lot that, you know, we have theories, but not necessarily any proof. Okay, well, before we end tonight, can you go over the um, pattern you were talking about and potential flooding for the future? It's just, it's an active pattern. When a meteorologist says that, there's, there's a lot of pieces. It's, it's like, um, there's a meme on social media, all right, uh, where uh, they have a fully assembled taco, right, with, uh, with the shell and the cheese and the meat and the lettuce and all that. And then they have a, a separate picture of all the ingredients, you know, uh, all, all individually, the taco is not assembled yet. This is a pattern where we have all those pieces for a bigger storm. We had this same type of pattern in December, the pieces never came together. The taco just stayed completely unassembled and, and we were just always missing one or two ingredients like to get it together perfectly. So we have a lot of those ingredients for an active pattern for a storm to come along every three or four days. Now in the best case scenario, if you're hoping for an early spring or not hoping for any snow or rain or nor'easters, you want these storms to just come in give us a little bit of light rain or worst case scenario, light snow and keep on trucking. And if they do blow up over the ocean, they do it way out over the ocean and they move away. If any, at any point do any of these storms blow up close to the Jersey or Delaware shore, slow down and just cause trouble and become very strong and move slowly, that's when we have problems. We may see zero storms do that. All it takes is one to have a memorable nor'easter. Again, I don't see any right now, but there's a window this Friday, Saturday. There's a window Monday. Uh, so that's next Monday, which will be March, what, um, uh, 13th. There's a window around St. Patrick's Day. There's another window around the 20th, 21st, the first day of spring. So a lot of these windows, we'll see if any of them open up for trouble or they all stay shut and the pieces never come together. Now, how far in advance will we know if all the ingredients are there? usually a couple of days you know it is a tricky pattern it's a fast moving pattern you know like for instance for kenzie's birthday party saturday you know it could be dry we could have five inches of snow on the ground a, a 
I, we don't know it's only Tuesday, but by Thursday, you know, we, we can kind of tell two days in advance, all right, this is going to be a major problem or this is going to be a nuisance and, and nothing to write home about. And again, right now, I don't see any major problems. All I see is about every three days, there is a window for something to brew. And knowing the, the pattern this winter, you kind of bet against it, right? Because whenever we've mm -hmm. had potential, it doesn't happen this winter. But all it takes is one. All it takes is one storm to bust through that that negativity, that pattern this winter and develop into something. I don't see it happening right now, but we will take each storm in turn and, and watch them as they come. Okay. Well, thank you, Dan, and thank you, everyone watching. Again, we're Title Flooding Talk, and we're here every Tuesday night around 7.30, um, and we're live on Facebook. Brought to you by the New Jersey Coastal Coalition. We'll see where we are next uh, Tuesday. I guess that will be our last Title Flooding Talk of winter, uh, because uh, spring begins the following Monday. And I'm predicting you'll have a little bit of time off sometime, uh, I would imagine, <laughs> in April. So, uh, so we're going to keep you working hard until maybe the next full moon mm -hmm. induces something. But, um, but uh, yeah, you'll have some, um, not time off. I mean, you're going to be very, very busy in April, but uh, some time away from Tile Flight Talk. Right. All right. Yep. We'll see you next Tuesday night. In the meantime, have a great week. Good night.